Welcome to Legally Groomed Positive Cash Flow. This podcast's focus is towards the pet grooming industry, but other small businesses may also benefit. Whether you are looking to start your own pet grooming business or you have been in business for many years, my goal is to help you scale your business, save money and taxes, and create a business that grows your wealth. Consider this podcast as that spoonful of sugar which can help the medicine go down. My name is Chris Lights. I am an enrolled agent specializing in helping small businesses with their taxes and accounting needs. My mission is to empower you through the knowledge to create that positive cash flow in your day-to-day business activities. Remember, the information we share is for educational purposes only, not individual tax advice. Now that we got that out of the way, let's start the show. Welcome to this week's podcast of Legally Groomed Positive Cash Flow. This week, I actually wanted to talk to you about the self-employed health insurance deduction. This is something where you, as a small business, can actually take up to 100% of your premiums as a deduction. So I wanted to just go over some of the requirements. And S-Corp has some special deductions versus the Schedule C. We're going to start with this, an LLC and a, a sole proprietor that would file their taxes with the Schedule C. They have not done the S-Corp election. And since you're doing it on the Schedule C, your health insurance is a personal deduction. So it's not a deduction that you can take off of your business income. However, it is something that you can take as an adjustment. So there are a couple of requirements for the deduction. First, you have to have no other health insurance coverage. So if you are eligible to participate in a health plan, possibly maintained by um, your spouse's employer, or if you are doing your business as a side hustle and you have a job that offers health insurance, unfortunately, you cannot do this. But if you are at the point where it is only you, however, if you do not have that, you can take this deduction. And this would include dental and long-term coverage. It covers yourself, your spouses and dependents, and any non-dependent child age 26 or younger at the end of the year. This deduction applies only to your federal, state, and local income taxes, not to your self-employment taxes. Like I had said that you cannot deduct any health insurance premiums on your Schedule C filing. Another thing is that you actually have, so you have to have business income. That means that if you have a business loss, you will not be able to deduct it. And if your business just does not earn any money, then you also cannot. If you should have more than one business, you cannot combine the income from all of your businesses. It actually needs to come from a single business and you designate it to be the health insurance plan sponsor. So it's not like you can have five Schedule C's and then that would cover you. One of the suggestions is that if you are looking to eventually do an S-Corp, let your business pay for your health insurance premiums. 
because in order to take that deduction, it has to show on your business as well as as an S-Corp owner, it's going to show on your W-2. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more. If you do not have that plan, the IRS says that you may purchase your health coverage in your own name and still get the self-employed health insurance deduction. If this is the case and you have been doing this for a while and then you make that decision to change to an S-Corp, then one of the things is that you would need to have the business reimburse you for the premiums. Now, some of the tax reporting for that is that because the self-employed health insurance deduction is a personal deduction, as I said, it can't doesn't go in your Schedule C, but it does go, it is deducted as an adjustment to income on Schedule 1 of your Form 1040. If you itemize deductions and you don't claim 100% of your self-employment costs, you may include the rest with all the other expenses. There is, of course, a threshold of that, so you do want to speak with your tax preparer. Now, one thing I would also like to bring up is that if you are a Schedule C filer, again, a sole proprietor or a non-S-Corp LLC, the amount that you can deduct of the health insurance premium can be capped depending on what your net income is. What happens is that whatever your net income is, and from that you have a an adjustment of half of the Social Security and Medicare that you would pay for self-employment taxes. So you would need to deduct that 7.65%, and then that balance is the maximum that you can use towards your health insurance. So let's say, for example that you paid $10,000 in premiums for you and your family throughout the year, but your your Schedule C shows a net income of $5,000. So before calculating how much of the health insurance you can deduct, you first have to calculate the fact that the self-employment taxes, half of that amount has to be coming off. So you're not going to be able to deduct more than $5,000 minus that self-employment tax deduction. The self-employment deduction would probably be about $382.50. So you would deduct that $382.50 from the $5,000. So you can deduct up to $4,617.50 from the amount of taxes. So that's the maximum that you would be able to take as a deduction for your health insurance. So technically, it would be you made $5,000, you have the self-employment adjustment, and then you have the $4,617.50. So you're showing at that point with no other income as having a zero adjusted gross income. However, remember that your your self-employment taxes is based on your net income. So you may not have any income tax, but you're still going to have self-employment tax. I know that's it's a lot to get through. And if you have any questions, definitely, you know, you can reach out to me in the Facebook group, or you can also reach out to your tax preparer and they can show you how that deduction works. Now, of course, if you have a net income greater than the amount of your health insurance, then you could probably claim the full 
100%. But again, like I said, there's a limitation when you are an LLC or a sole prop filing with a Schedule C. So for an S Corp, it's a little bit different. First, you really want to make sure that your health insurance is covered under the business. So provide your business bank account so it shows as a business deduction. Then if you are a 2% shareholder, and most of you that have an S-Corp are at least 50% that I've seen. Most likely you are the only shareholder, so 100%. So you would actually have to do this calculation a little bit differently. So the first thing is that the business pays the health insurance. Then instead of taking it like a benefits deduction like you can do for your employees, this deduction becomes part of your gross wages on your W-2. So you need to make sure that if you are working with a payroll company, you let them know that you have health insurance and then you're gonna need to calculate out how much the health insurance is. If you have not done it the whole year, you still have a couple of weeks where you can make sure to take care of this. You wanna make sure that you have this on your payroll so that when you get your W-2, one of the things that you will see is that on the W-2 on line one, you are going to see your gross wages, which will include whatever wages that you have, plus the premiums that you paid. And while that is subject to federal income tax and state income tax, what happens is that when you do your tax return on the 1040, you will have your wages, what is on the W-2 in box one. And then in the adjustments, you're able to deduct that full amount so that when you are adding up your total adjusted gross income, then that is how, that's the starting point of where the your income tax will come into play. So for example, let's say that go again with as a single filer. If your only income is from your wages and your S Corp K1, that together will be your total income. So the wages will include the health insurance premiums. So when you file your personal tax return after your S-Corp return has been filed. One of the things that you will receive from your tax preparer if they're not doing both returns for you is the K-1. The K-1 will be your showing your net income. Now your net income is taking this, the health insurance that you're paying as part of your the expenses. The difference being is that it is part of your payroll wages versus as a benefit like what you would pay for your other employees. So you have the K-1 that will go on your 1040, and then you will have the W-2, and those two together would equal your total income. Then for the adjustments, will be done on a, the Schedule 1, will have any adjustments. And one of those adjustments is where you're gonna now back out the health insurance that you paid, and it's gonna show it right on your W-2. So if you paid $10,000 in 
health insurance premiums, you're going to put that $10,000 as an adjustment. So that's going to lower your income. Then what you come down to is your adjusted gross income. From that point, then you deduct any itemized deductions or the standard deduction. You may also have the qualified business income deduction, which is another one. And then that would get to you to your taxable income. And then from there, that is how your income taxes are calculated. Now, there are a couple of things that is important to know that if you should also have a spouse that is an employee and they get health insurance, there could be some limitations. That's why I usually suggest, if possible, make sure to have the health insurance premiums paid and put on the chief and active shareholder who is working because you don't want to find that if you have a spouse and the only thing you may have on the spouse is the health insurance premiums because they have no income you're not going to get that deduction so that there's a rule regarding relatives and how that works when it comes to health insurance s corps like i said they are a little bit more complicated s corp health insurance is not subject to social security medicare taxes again that's why you'll only see the amount on your w-2 as part of box one gross wages so we're closing in on the end of 2022 and if you are looking to get health insurance through like the government marketplace the deadline is actually the 15th of december so that's only a few days away so you might want to check into that and get that done and this allows you to be covered as of the 1st of January of 2023. There is another deadline on January 15th, which allows you to have coverage as of February 1st. So I would definitely get onto that and I would definitely have your business, especially if you're an S-Corp, pay it from your S-Corp business. Provide that bank information when you are filing so this way you don't have to worry about any kinds of reimbursements if you need to do a reimbursement you can definitely do that but it still has to go on your for your payroll so if you haven't done anything from the beginning of the year to now and you had a sizable amount to reimburse yourself you'll want to understand that you will likely have a higher withholding tax there are some payroll companies that will allow you to adjust and override that and that might be something you want to consider especially if you are able to write it off because then there really won't be no change the biggest reason i think that they have that is if they have any employees that are not also having w-2 earnings like i had before like if you had hired your spouse and you're really not paying them but the health insurance will be put on their W-2, then you're looking at a withholding tax amount. Now, there are things that if it is that condition where if the business needs to reimburse you, but you don't have enough in your business account to reimburse you all at once, then that would kind of be like the business owes you. So you actually have a loan to shareholder. And this is something you definitely want to provide 
to your tax preparer if this is the issue so that your books will show this as an amount and as you are able to reimburse yourself it will lower the amount that is still has to be in reverse to you so it actually be, kind of becomes a loan to your business so if this is a situation for you and you would like more information I implore you to reach out to me. I might be able to explain it. This is definitely a more complex issue, but I think it's a great deduction. And I think that it's a way for your business to pay for your health insurance because health insurance is expensive, especially when it's coming out of your personal account. You may have more of a cushion in your business account. Hopefully you do have more of a cushion in your business account, but this way you don't have to go into your bank account to pay for your health insurance as well as all your other day-to-day expenses. I hope this helped. I hope this didn't confuse you more because I know it can be. So that is pretty much the issue with health insurance deductions. Again, speak with your tax professional and they can give you more information of how it can be beneficial to you in lowering your income tax. I am still working on the topic for next week. I think I am going to hold off on taking depreciation and the expense and how that calculates for the new year. One of the things that I would like to mention now though is that if you are looking to purchase a new asset. In order to take the depreciation now, you actually need to put that asset into service in 2022. So I do not suggest purchasing any business assets until after the new year if you know that you're not going to be able to put it into service. For example, don't think that you can buy a new grooming van to lower your income tax this year by taking the deduction if you actually will not receive that until 2023. It would just be money out of your pocket without having the deduction until next year. I hope this podcast had provided some help and I will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today. Are you looking for more tax and accounting help for your grooming business? Are you feeling a little adrift at everything that you need? Do you want to start out on a positive foundation or possibly fix your foundation? First, contact me at legallygroomed.com and check out my website. I invite you to join our Facebook group, Tax Issues for Self-Employed Groomers. We are a lively group that work as a community and you will not feel judged for your questions. I try where I can to provide examples when sometimes just seeing the numbers can help. Don't forget to follow the Legally Groomed Podcast, Positive Cashflow, and listen as you groom. Click the link above.